0: Week 5 Sunday in the books. Still have Monday Night Football to go, but we'll break down everything from Sunday and a lot to get to, including the first fired head coach of the NFL season, Matt Rule Dunn, with the Carolina Panthers and our biggest takeaways from Week 5. Coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Get those Twitter questions in Uh, my Twitter account still unavailable. So you (laughs) just go to Matt on that one at Williamson NFL. Not sure if I'll ever get it back. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. And if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Thanks for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We've got to start, and there is tons to get to. Uh, some, pri- some surprising finishes, some surprising teams, some teams that have been a, a little bit disappointing as well throughout the first five weeks of the season, Matt, but uh, none more disappointing, I think, than. The Carolina Panthers who have already fired their head coach after four, after five games, Matt rule now done with the Carolina Panthers. It was a short tenure. He was once the hottest name amongst head coaches talked a really good game Uh, on an interim basis. It looks like defensive pass game coordinator and secondaries coach Steve Wilkes will be the interim coach for the rest of the season. This I don't think is so much about getting better the rest of the year. I don't think there's much to salvage here for the Carolina Panthers, but, um, I guess the writing was on the wall, and David Tepper, the owner, was probably just upset and didn't want to see anymore and decided to do it now. Uh, not much to salvage this season, I don't think. Maybe maybe you do it – I mean, do you do it early enough to where after five weeks – I mean, the season's not over after five weeks. Can the Can the Panthers come back from this? Is that why you do it so early, or are you just trying to get a, a jump start on your next head coach?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of teams, even though we're almost in the middle of October here – are really searching still you know who's good who isn't especially offensively offense is still behind defense um but none more so of course in Carolina I mean they actually have a respectable defense that has really little chance to succeed because the offense is so bad um that's a good question though I mean I was part of a interim situation with the Browns Butch Davis got let go I'm guessing I, I'm gonna say it was like week 11 we were really bad and we knew it was coming um nine 95% of the time. I don't think it really accomplishes much except it sends a message to the whole building that what we're doing here is unacceptable. And again, I've been through that. As soon as those things happen, you see assistant coaches with their doors shut that used to be open calling their buddies cuz they know they got to go find a job after the season and things like that. So I don't know that it accomplishes a ton Um, I'm sure Tepper looked at it like, I just don't want to see your face anymore. Get out of here. Anything's better than this. And you're right. I mean, there is some talent here. Maybe Wilkes can at least get them back to basics, you know, uh, fundamentals. I'm sure things like that will be preached these coming weeks and maybe they can start to play up to their talent level, which is better than one in four.
0: And obviously this came after a dominating performance of the San Francisco 49ers short week on the road, go to Carolina yeah. and beat up the Panthers 37 15. And the Panthers just have not been able to get anything going offensively. And this was not, I mean, the it's funny because you might as well, might as well have fired Matt rule last week. Cause it's not like they were going to get right against this defense. The 49ers defense no. is playing so well. And, uh once the Niners went down the field by the way I loved seeing Kyle Shanahan getting George Kittle involved for the basically the first time this year heavily on the first drive they went down the field I think Kittle was targeted four or five times on the first drive they went down scored quickly and it was like uh uh-oh this is not going to go well for the Panthers early you you could really feel it coming and the 49ers just kept the kept the gas on kept scoring on offense kept the uh the Panthers uh, on their heels with their with their um, just dominating performance on defense there was a pick six in this one unfortunately Emmanuel Mosley had a torn ACL later in the game after his pick six against the Panthers but the 49ers do have Jason Redd coming back from his ACL injury last year which is nice that they had some depth at cornerback but that's an unfortunate scenario for the 49ers but um, yeah it's it it was it was just thorough domination and I saw Baker Mayfield correct me if I'm wrong here Matt and I don't I don't want to go as far as to call Baker Mayfield a front runner, but there is a, some of that to him. I think it's fair. He was so done in this game. He yeah. would was he, you could see it on his face. He's like, well, this game's over and I'm just defeated. And that's probably what David Tepper, the owner was watching this game. like, this is unacceptable. This team is just, this game's over in the second quarter and you can see it on their faces and yeah. that's pretty unacceptable. I think for, uh, for an NFL team at this point.
1: It's interesting. You brought that up because there's been more than one instance Baker against my team, Watt Hayward, those guys just beating the crap out of him where I've seen that exact same thing and commented on Monday. Like you knew the Browns had no chance about 20 minutes into the game and he's just rolling to his right, right into TJ Watt time and time again, you know, and, this was such a typical nine or win. your lead back gets 120 yards, Jimmy does what he's asked, but not asked to do a ton, six sacks, take the ball away, beat the crap out of the quarterback. And the quarterback just showed it all over his face. And that would really worry me. You know, I mean, that, I mean, he's played so bad this year, but if you couple it with those type of things, it makes you wonder, will anyone ever look at him as a starter again? I think the answer is probably no now.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, I, I would tend to agree. And on the other side, Jimmy Garoppolo having a couple of nice games now. He was efficient, 253 yards passing, uh, a couple of touchdown passes, facilitating his playmakers, making some nice throws down the field, which you don't see a lot from Jimmy G. So uh, really all together, uh, great performance by the 49ers. And if they're going to be playing like that with the defense and then the offense coming together, running the ball, really spreading the ball around on offense, not turning the ball over. They're a scary football team right now and and alone at the top of the NFC West.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're one of the teams I'm starting to really have faith in, and there's not many. I mean, Buffalo, the Eagles, I think the Chiefs, but who knows? Um, But I think the Niners are firmly in that next tier, which says a lot with the tumultuous NFL right now.
0: Is it time, Matt, is it time to start thinking that the New York Giants are for real? In London, they win over the Green Bay Packers 27-22. The New York Giants now 4-1 on the season. The Packers fall to 3-2.
1: I think it's easy to say, boy, the Packers aren't as good as we thought. And that's true. I mean, they are absolutely lacking juice at the receiver position. And it's hurting them a great deal. This was my favorite defense to own in fantasy. They got first-round picks everywhere. And it's just okay. It's not great. I thought it would be great. I mean, as I pull up the box score, kind of all you need to know is 13 targets for Randall Cobb, seven catches for 99 yards. You know, like very empty calories. You're throwing the ball 13 times to Randall Cobb. You know, that's all you need to know about where this team's at right now. But the Giants don't want to hear anything about it they kill for Randall Cobb. They didn't have any receivers at all. You know, I mean, they have the most cursed position room in the history of the world. Any receiver in giant, you know, uniform goes down. But it doesn't matter. You know, they're very Barkley-centric. Um, Thomas, the left tackle, is turning very quickly into a superstar. Maybe the best tackle in the league. and And no one will say it, but Daniel Jones is playing well. I thought he played very well in this game. He made some throws. You knew he wasn't 100%, but it still didn't matter. I mean, I think Dayball's running away with Coach of the Year honors right now.
0: I I was going to say that. Brian Dayball, I mean, a home run higher for the New York Giants, it's looking like right now. Uh, Unbelievable. And getting more out of Daniel Jones than I think a lot of people expected. It was not an amazing stat line for him, 21 of 27 passing, 217 yards. Um, Only sacked one time. 100.2 100.2 quarterback rating no touchdowns but no interceptions either let your let the strengths of your team shine don't you know he's not making a bunch of huge plays but he's not making mistakes either Saquon Barkley has been the story for the 49ers offense really rejuvenated his career and uh after a ton of injuries and um man carrying that offense right now is Saquon Barkley and through the through the air and through the ground for uh for Saquon so yeah fantastic stuff from the New York Giants and we've got to start we got to start paying attention, because yeah, I, and, and it's, it's on me, you know, Mia culpa. I didn't give him any credit when they were three and one. This this is the game that really I think seeing them score on that defense, and maybe the Packers just aren't as good as we thought either. But the New York Giants, I think, are, are clearly a lot better than we thought, and maybe they're going to hang around for a while. Although uh, a lot of teams with a lot of good records right now in the NFC East,
1: one hundred percent, and. I mean, if they go 500 the rest of the way, they're going to the playoffs. Like, I, I don't think they're going to beat the Eagles in the division. I don't know what their remaining schedule is, but I know the teams in the East have very easy schedules. Um, I think there's a theme that I, we just need to be aware of Rodgers, Brady, Stafford, Ryan, you know, Hall of Fame type, all, you know, great older type quarterbacks aren't getting a lot of help as they did in the past and it's showing up in a negative way. You know, I mean, are they showing their age? Yeah. Matt Ryan is probably cooked, but some of these older stable quarterbacks aren't elevating suspect talent injured rosters like they once did.
0: Yeah. I think it's time for the next generation of quarterbacks. Finally, Mm -hmm. all these guys hung on for so long and, and you could kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel for some of those quarterbacks finishing up their hall of fame careers and by the way i uh, one more note on matt rule before we move on to some uh, other times here don't feel bad for matt rule because he's going to get a whole bunch of money at some big time college you know? oh yeah a nice little job and i think he probably got paid out a lot for not coaching the rest of the year either
1: and i'm sure he's going to be a great college coach some people are better at that fine you know i mean he failed experiment the pros yep yeah you know, great Everyone finds their spot, you
0: know? Absolutely. So, talked about the New York Giants, not the only team with a good record in the NFC East. How about the 5-0 Eagles? How about the Cowboys knocking off the Rams? Uh, We've got to talk about the Buccaneers and the the, the penalty on the sack of of Tom Brady late in that game. And uh, a nice one on Sunday night football. The Ravens squeaking by the Cincinnati Bengals. Next. How about prize picks? It's super easy and super fun to play. All you do is you pick two to five players, and if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. It is daily fantasy made easy. For example, tonight we've got a good prime timer on Monday Night Football, and it involves Patrick Mahomes. And it's always fun to bet on a Patrick Mahomes game, right? You can uh, you can go throw down some cash. Does he does he throw for more or less yards than his prize picks? projection uh it's it's super fun and daily fantasy by the way the best part about it is when your regular year-long fantasy league is in the tank as team peacock is in the peacock and williamson league i knew it was going to be bad by round four of the draft and it's not even worse <laughs> than i thought i don't know if i'll get a win all season it's, it's a bad team um and there's no help on the waiver wire
1: i gotta stop you we- real quick my main league my big league with my buddies my team is oh about to be oh and five by far the worst uh points scored in the league and through f- five weeks my guys have four touchdowns in my starting lineup including quarterbacks I mean it's unbelievable oh it's, four touchdowns like my guys have good weeks don't score it's crazy
0: and that happens sometimes so yeah. when do you do? go to daily fantasy it's exactly. brand new every it's a brand new league every day no matter the sport either uh of course NFL football but there's college football i love a NBA, brand new league right now MLB yeah yeah it's a nice feeling right like, hey look I'm zero and zero <laughs> now in week five um disc golf cricket uh any sport you can imagine you can find those projections at prize picks entries can be made quick and easy say, safe and fast withdrawals as well download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive a 100 percent instant deposit match up to 100 with promo code locked on if you deposit 100 Prize picks will give you 100 if you deposit 50 prize picks will give you 50 more to play with don't forget to enter promo code locked on to sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions on Friday on the Locked On NFL channel. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday night football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts bet online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, Locked On NFL channel on YouTube is also the home of Peacock and Williamson. So make you make sure you're all subscribed up to that. How about the 5-0 Eagles? Cool, and Eagles? Cool. And they are just, I mean, just in all phases right now. The Eagles are playing so well. If you had to do a power rankings, I don't know, Matt, if you would pick the Philadelphia Eagles who beat the Cardinals 20-17 to and are 5-0, and or the 4-1 and Buffalo Bills who just absolutely... Dominated from the first snap, the your Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, a 98 yarder backed up to start the game, oh, then, um, then then get the ball right back, right uh, on the on the uh, kickoff. Yeah, I mean exactly. that game was over.
1: It was unbelievable. Two minutes in, it was crazy. Two minutes in, yeah. And Pickett didn't even play bad. Yeah.
0: Right. And, and yeah, Pika <laughs> didn't have a bad stat line. No. But that game was just, I mean, just seeing some of the throws that Josh Allen was making, it, it's just it just wows you. And uh there's some teams right now that are a little bit scary to play against. I would not want to go play the Eagles right now, and I definitely wouldn't want to go play against the Bills.
1: Yeah, and I think the Chiefs are in that conversation too, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. This league's hard to predict, of course. But boy, I mean, those two teams are dominant. The Eagles had a tougher time than the than uh, Buffalo. And I think Arizona is clearly a better team than the Steelers. But they're uh, one of those 25 teams in the middle who's you know, kind of at a pivotal point in their season. Can they get things right or not? The Eagles can just... What's different about the Eagles and the Bills to me is they're both really good on both sides of the ball. But the Eagles can beat you more ways. You know, like if Allen happened to have a bad day, which, you know, good luck with that. I think Buffalo could be cooked. You know, they're very reliant on Allen, where the Eagles can get big days from Miles Sanders last week week, and Dallas Goddard this week and Devontae Smith and Brown and running or passing, run defense or pass rush, you know, where the Bills are a great, great team. And I'm not even saying that the Bills are a lesser team than the Eagles, but they're constructed differently. And the Eagles O-line will give them – no matter what environment they're in, weather rain sun heat whatever they should be able to con- contort to their opponent and Allen is that same you know magician slash you know wonder kid you know superhero that he can contort to any weather or situation as well but i think the bills model is a little more fragile but I'd rather have Allen than anything that the Eagles have, so it's interesting, you know. And I will
0: see though that Jalen Hurts has has been playing awesome and really well, leadership and just his demeanor and and you know watching how he plays and then watching him after the game in his press conference and he's just like stone faced and he's he's all about the business, you know. And he's he's like I don't want to hear about five and zero, but I do worry like that's a
1: work trip to Arizona, you know. Right, yeah.
0: Fifteen more carries though, sixty-one rushing yards, two touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. I. This is really what worries me, and Josh Allen a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't want to see Jalen Hurts get hurt. Right. 15 Uh, carries is is too much for a quarterback, period.
1: This is a close game. I mean, I understand it to some degree, but I do think that's a fragile situation. I mean, Allen only played a series or two in the second half because they were winning by a million. But he ran for like a twenty-yard scramble too when they were up by like forty. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, this one at least you needed to get this win on the road. You were trying, you were searching a little bit more. You're in more of a bind. But I'm with you. I mean, I don't care what quarterback it is, and Lamar can get lumped in there too. You got to ration that.
0: Right, and it's one thing to scramble, get down and slide, run out of bounds, something like that, and Lamar's been so good, but we saw Lamar get hurt last year. I mean, when you get hit, you get hurt, and I I don't want to see the ones where it's like, okay, I'm running up the middle and getting sandwiched between a a 340-pound nose tackle and a 250-pound linebacker. Those are the kind of things that you get a little bit worried about.
1: No Um, question. I mean, especially post-tua, and maybe I'm looking into this too much. I mean, anything resembling concussions and whatnot, I think is going to get your quarterback out of the game.
0: That's another thing that, man, yeah. uh, how about that? How quickly uh, was it one play and I Bridgewater so. was yanked out of the game? We saw S- yeah. Skylar Thompson show for the Miami Dolphins who lost big 40 to 17 to the New York Jets. By the way, Jets three and two right now on the season.
1: Yeah, I-, I thought the Jets were pretty impressive here um, beating the Steelers. Everyone just said, oh, well, the Steelers think. I'm like, oh, the Jets have some dudes and Zach Wilson starting to look OK. He was even better in this game. Um, wisely they really featured their running backs Brees Hall blow up game caught a lot of passes Um, that's why you if you are going to use a high pick on them you got to make them the foundation of the offense and he ends up with almost 200 yards split evenly with you know running and receiving Um, they have a lot of weapons their O-lines really beat up but it didn't really matter Uh, of course it helps to play Thompson and not Bridgewater let alone Tua The Dolphins are in a tough spot now. I mean, I'm a little concerned about them, but they did run the ball for the first time in forever. Um, Tyreek's fighting an injury now, though, too.
0: Get a little worried where the Dolphins are. Interesting how quickly the league implemented the new system, which was brand new, basically starting Sunday morning, like it didn't exist before. Hmm. And now there's that new. uh, There, the spotters are gonna, you know, if the spotter sees something in someone who's hit, you're done. Yeah, that's it you're done for the day concussion protocol. And so we'll see if that pops up more and more now uh, around the league for some of these players. Um, the jets though. I don't know what, to, I, I don't feel as good about the jets right now as the giants, but those two teams in New York, a little scrappy a little something to them this year.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, considering their recent history has been miserable. I mean, two of the <laughs> absolute worst teams in the last generation. This is very encouraging. Um, I'm not exactly sold on Wilson yet, but these last two games have been steps in the right direction, only throwing 21 passes in this game, and that's what you want to do with them, reel them in a little bit. Um, One other note I meant to mention about the Dolphins, which has nothing really to do with the quarterback situation, a ton of penalties. I mean, 11 penalties for the Dolphins in this game. I mean, it's hard to win that way. You're in a third-string quarterback, and you're committing penalties left and right. Good luck.
0: I know my fantasy team is terrible in the Peacock and Williamson League, but can I pat myself on the back about the Mostert thing? 18 carries for 113 and a touchdown. He's clearly the lead back now for the Dolphins, and he's dynamic as long as he can stay healthy.
1: Yeah, and that's a good formula. You know, I mean, run, run, Tyreek and Waddle. I mean, no matter who your quarterback is, that's that 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 plays, you know.
0: Yep, and there's gonna be space for the running backs there because you've got to take those receivers seriously with that speed. As long yeah, as the yeah, quarterback exactly. is there to facilitate the ball. I don't know who's behind Skylar Thompson if he gets a concussion.
1: Right. I mean, who knows how long Tua is out. So this could be a rough stretch for Miami mm-hmm. the next game or two. Who knows? But absolutely, uh, they could rebound. The second half of their season could look like the first month or so.
0: So the penalty on... Tom Brady, when he was sacked late in that game, that really hurt the opportunity for the the Atlanta Falcons to knock off the Buccaneers in Tampa. We've got to talk about Sunday night football and just how ridiculous Justin Tucker is as a kicker (laughs) these days in the NFL, just as automatic as it gets next. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. Have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And that's what really sets off Built Bars. There is a legitimate, dark, real 100% chocolate coating on most built bars. It's not some fake chocolate. It's not some chocolate flavor. It is actual chocolate. You feel like you're eating a treat when you eat a built bar. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they pack some of these flavors into these built bars that are low in calorie and high in protein. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. And that's the combination you're looking for high protein, high fiber, low calorie. It all makes for a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So, get yourself over to built.com and get a new cookie dough chunk puff or whatever flavor you want of Built bars. Tons of great flavors, some of the classic Built bars. If you like the puffs, they have marshmallowy flavored goodness on the inside. Grab yourself some Built bars and you can get 15% off with our promo code. Go to built.com Use promo code locked15 to get 15% off your order. That is promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Here we go, Matt. How about the, the Dallas Cowboys knocking off the Los Ooh. Angeles Rams? And Matthew Stafford has looked really awful. The offensive line is bad with the Rams. It's Cooper Cup and not much else going on with those Rams who look like they're in really bad shape right now at two and three. And by the way, the Cowboys, it's not just the, the Giants at four and one, you've got the five and oh. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC East, and the Cowboys now four and one.
1: Cooper Rush throws sixteen passes. You know, completes ten of them. They run the ball for one hundred and sixty three yards. You know, what I mean, like this is what the Dallas Cowboys. This is what Jerry Jones envisions with his offensive line and running game. And if you insert Dak back into this mix, I mean, I think that they're really scary. I'm not taking anything away from Rush. I mean, he. I always like. The, there's always a quarterback or two every year that now is assured to be in the league for 10 years, whether he plays another snap or not. He's officially Chase Daniel or better. You know, I mean, he's going to be one of those guys. You have a stint like this, you'll always be around. Dallas is in a wonderful place, 4-1, and you know, one of the best teams in the NFC. We kind of talked about your Niners as a Tier 2 team. I think Dallas is absolutely in that tier. The Rams no longer are. I I fear for where the Rams are at. I mean, there is no offensive line help walking through that door this year or next. You know, I mean, you don't have picks. You don't have cap space. You know, like, how do you fix these things in the offseason? There's not a worse running game in the entire league. I mean, 38 yards on the ground on 15 carries. Akers and Henderson make no yardage on their own. Stafford looks like a 90% of what he was last year, maybe 80%.
0: Um, even maybe Donald, less, maybe less. He yeah. wasn't, uh, he's gotten really beat up the last two weeks, but he yeah. was, uh, cause he already had the arm thing coming into the year. We don't know how much that is a factor right now. Sure. Looking around. He looked like he was one hit away from not being in the game anymore against the Cowboys this week.
1: I know he's starting to look like Ben with his arm at the end there. You know, mm-hmm. like they, they're no longer superheroes and they've always been superheroes. And now you got to do the little things in nickel and dime and you can't elevate those around you. But I blame the line more than anything. And it's still miraculous to me that Cooper Cup does this every week when the whole world knows that's all they have.
0: Yeah. Seven What's catches for one twenty five and a touchdown. He ripped off a long one. He's able to do it every time. It's amazing. Yeah. The fantasy angle here with the with the Cowboys. Tony Pollard, eight rushes for 86 yards, broke off a, a long score. Do you is this like where you're like, okay, we got the good Tony Pollard game. Do you trade him now in your fantasy leagues or do you yeah. think it's someone that you're buying?
1: Oh, no, I trade him. I mean, because Zeke had 22 carries and Pollard at eight. You know, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what they want in a winning formula. And this defense is so good for Dallas. It rivals your Niners as best in the league. Parsons is, you know, maybe going to beat out his counterpart here. Donald for best, uh, best defensive player in the league this year. And so I think they can stick with that running game. And that means Zeke, which it isn't that productive for him. But I think he's going to, you know, out-touch Pollard two to one every week.
0: It's been amazing to watch the Atlanta Falcons this year who are lacking on talent. They shipped off Deion Jones to the the Cleveland Browns uh, just to get rid of some more cap. I mean, they've got so much dead cap money this year trying to get things right. And it's going to we knew it was going to be a rough season for the entire regime with the Falcons. But they've been in every game. It's crazy. And they were in this one 15 points in the fourth quarter. Just when they're trying to come back in this one, Grady Jarrett sack of Tom Brady and the flag. We've got to talk about it because it might have saved the Buccaneers from losing this one. You don't know if the Falcons were going to win this game, but you hate games to end in that sort of a way where and Tom Brady after the game says, hey, I don't throw the flags. But clearly he's getting preferential treatment because that was absurd. Like that's not the spirit of the rule, right? I, I thought so. I mean,
1: I thought it was one of the worst calls I've seen in a while. It it seems like there should be some checks and balances for that. Like can't someone in New York be like, come on, this is just so bad. Let's let's pick the flag up here or something. I know that's not how it works, but Brady's thrown 52 passes in each of the last two games. I mean, I don't think that's exactly what they want to be doing, but at least they featured Fournette more to make that a little bit easier. And the Tampa O-line isn't quite what it used to be either. Um, I give Atlanta credit. <laughs> I mean, Mariota throws for 147, and they're still in it against a good team. And, and down to the end, that we're talking about a bad phantom type call. I mean, Atlanta's over, over out kicking their coverage, and even without Kyle Pitts, you know, he, he goes to make fantasy managers crazy. And London doesn't do much even with Pitts out of the lineup. Like, yeah. don't count on Falcons for fantasy. It's a nightmare.
0: Oh, not at all. And they had, they had yeah. zero points through three quarters, too. So. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, And uh, the tight end on the other side, you want a Tom Brady tight end. Kate Otten, rookie fourth mm-hmm. round, seven targets, six catches for 43. And as soon as he entered the game with Cameron Brate's injury last week, he was immediately targeted a lot. So if you're really hurting at the tight end position, Kate Otten's worth a, a pickup there for your uh, for your fantasy leagues until Cameron Brate comes back. Real
1: nice dynasty stash, too. I mean, yep. like he, he could be the guy for a while, although who knows if Brady will be there much longer.
0: In fact... The Locked On Dynasty League. I have Kyle Pitts. I picked up Kate Otten, So there you go. There you go. Hey, hang on to both. Justin Tucker's kick to seal it for the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Let's end it here, Matt. I just, you know, it was a good game. It was a tight one, back and forth. These two teams are, are going to be in it in the end. Uh, two and three Bengals now. Three and two Ravens. Uh, this, this is a fun division to follow all through through the year. Uh, it's going to be a dogfight there in the AFC North. But can we just talk about Justin Tucker and how? ridiculous he is i think it's scott van pelt at espn who talks about how justin tucker is the best athlete in the world at doing the thing that he does but he's a kicker so he doesn't get a lot of credit um and i, I saw the next gen stats talking about his field goal to win it if the if the field goal posts were only half a yard wide that kick still would have gone through they were <laughs> middle the field and he kicked it dead center with time expiring to either win or lose the game i mean that's just nails ridiculous
1: It is. I don't quite know what to make of these teams. We're running out of time. You wouldn't have seen this because you're not on Twitter anymore because of all kinds of craziness. And I didn't hear that from Van Pelt, but I sent this tweet as that ball went through the uprights that Jerry Rice is the best wide receiver ever by a wide margin. I don't think anyone's going to fight me on that. Justin Tucker is the best kicker ever by a wider margin.
0: Yes. Okay. I will accept that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Uh, Monday Night Football, we'll have our takeaways tomorrow for that. We'll start looking ahead to week six right here on Peacock and Williams.